This week's episode of Here For A Podcast is brought to you by Rude Straight Men. Where you find them at? Bars everywhere. Apparently, it's okay to be rude and read your date into dust, into bits. <laughs> First of all, he asked her who her favorite basketball player was. What, used to, what was that? Who His favorite basketball, basketball player, player is Steph Curry. Yes, win. nigga, he fine. I watch ba- like Steph Curry. I watch basketball for fine niggas. I don't watch basketball for basketball. Then he was the reading playoffs. her friend on Instagram. She was like, "What you think about my friend on Insta?" No, not just her friend. This was a, like she was a fan of someone. She was following oh. this girl, and he was like, "She's not even that pretty." Why? Why are you following her? She's not cute at all. Like, look at her breasts; they're uneven. And I was like, "Wow, he is just really out here <laughs> gathering her." Look at her sewing. Her leave out ain't even cute. It don't even match the weave. The reading didn't stop with her friends <laughs> online. It continued with her in his in her face. First of all, her roots were dry in addition to the other fumbles in the play. And he let her know about all of the fumbles. So, this episode is brought to you by those niggas. Whatever his name was. We need to come up with... Okay, so last week it was Terrell. So... He had John Tavius. Ooh... He go by Jonte for short. Jontavius, yep. Instead of just going by Jonte. And his mama knew it was going to be cute, but he going to be out here in these streets reckless. He, he Jontavius. He, he was tall. He was like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, light, light skin. Light skin. The Odell Beckham hair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he don't, he don't give a fuck about you. Not he just, really a basketball player build, but not really a football player build. He was just in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, like real nice. Like, he's skinny, but he also can eat often. Well, this is Here For A Podcast. I'm Ed Ronald Matters. I am the Superman. And make sure you guys leave us a review on, I have say on YouTube, on iTunes, on Google Play. Leave us comments on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We are loving everyone. <clears throat> we are trying to be on the classy, um, new and noteworthy list on iTunes. So iTunes is most important to us in this current moment. But we love you guys. Leave us comments anywhere and everywhere. And even if you don't have an Apple device, you can still listen on iTunes. And um, you can text me on Insta. Send us a DM at Here for a Pod. This week, well, not this week. This is a special episode, kind of, because we're just only doing listener questions, kind of, sort of, depending on where the spirit takes us. The first question is: Discuss the pros, if any, and or cons of having threesomes in a relationship. <laughs> um, I can really only speak to this theoretically because I have not been in a relationship. In a relationship and had a threesome mm-hmm. yet, but I think it's a strong possibility in the future. Um, now I have had some threesomes, you know, two or three, um, but they've all been outside of relationships, so I can't speak to um, what they're like in relationships because I haven't had one in a relationship. But I think that it's um, a growing, it's growing to be more popular. Because but what are the cons, though? What would be the cons? The cons are um, sharing dick and sharing ass. So if you are somebody that is, um, you know, stingy and possessive and you mm-hmm. want all of the dick all the time for you mm-hmm. or all of the ass all the time for you and you having to actually share it, that is that can be a con. It can also be a pro because if you like... I don't want to take your dick all the time. He's long Ooh, I don't like this. Here, I tag my sister in. I tag my friend in. Here, you can have it. I did my first five minutes. I'm good. Wow, first five. All right now. It's some no comment. Um, yeah. So that can be a pro and a con. 
Am I classy? Because I was like, can we all go down to the health department, all three of us together, and go get like a result, our results? That's first? like a. That's not just a regular three. That's the, a friend. Y'all in a relationship, and y'all in the relationship having a friend with benefits. We picking a surrogate mother or no? <laughs> or y'all go go be in um the three way relationship. You seen the the episodes on YouTube of the white girls. Uh, mm-hmm. They are in three-way relationships. Like they start off as a couple, and then they was just looking and scouting. And were like, "Yeah, I picked that one. He yeah. can be in a relationship with us." Even Derek Barry on RuPaul's Drag Race, they've been in a successful three-year relationship for. I mean, a three-way relationship for a long time. Oh no! I didn't and know they that. both supported um, Derek Barry when she went to go do her Britney Spears impersonations on RuPaul's Drag Race, oh. and they've been together for a while. They was talking about some, how much of a hoe Derek Barry was. I didn't know he was in a relationship. She probably is the hoe because she do stuff different than they Because she see because she can wear she can wear a size two. So child, yeah, that's requisite for calling people. A hoe. So what would be the pros of a three? Okay, you said the um, in case you get tired. Yeah, because definitely like some dudes would be. My well, whole thing is everybody will will tired physically and definitely tired emotionally or mentally because. Um, why is this nigga calling me on Facebook? Um, because people get tired mentally and emotionally, and I think that that's the biggest contributor to divorce and separations because they just it was cute for the first two years. I don't want to get fucked by you no more or fuck you no more. Oh, sometimes that's how people feel. The next question says, Discuss, I said, discuss, discuss the growing epidemic of older men dating younger men. Ain't no growing epidemic, shit. Like, that's what? been going on for. Since dating, they inexperienced a little bit, but this that way you can te- you can mold them into being what you want to be. Because some dudes are like, I don't like this position, I don't do this, I don't so da 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 da. And then so you're like, okay, so find a fifty the- year old man that can put his legs behind his neck. Wow, you won't find it. W W. Uh, this that like shade to bottoms, and you know that would not be stood for. Yeah, it will. It will. <laughs> I would get my million bottoms, and we will march. Y'all marched on a couple YouTube videos, but <laughs> the videos still stand. Um, but yeah, I think that as men, you know, we're visual creatures and we're addicted to newness. And so I think that we're always like, well, I mean, I know his credit score already. I know that he already can't keep no job. And so you're not it's sexually a attracted to someone who you know ain't shit. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, when the when the age brackets are too separated, mm-hmm. I don't think it's for the long haul. I think it's for this is cute for now. You know, the young boy is thinking, okay, I got me somebody that's mature. It's probably financial, some financial stability in it, and probably some educational stability. Okay. And he can teach me something. Shit, I'm 21. I'm just out here in these streets. He might know how to fucking yeah. write a check, and I don't know how to write a check this yet. This sounds like my real life, even though I didn't know how to write checks, but... Yeah. He might know how to rent an apartment. I ain't never rented no house or apartment before. I don't know how to get no car in my name. But that nigga do. So let me learn some shit from him. Learn my way around these gay streets. And then when I've learned enough, then I leave his ass. So your answer is there is not an epidemic. It's just, it just is attractive. It, it is. It's, yeah. I don't think it's an epidemic because it's been going on. Shit. It was going on in the 80s and 90s. It didn't start in the 2000s or the 2010s. Speaking of the youth, the next question is what can um, educational institutions like Pride School Atlanta and other. LGBT affirming schools do to better serve the black community. Ooh, serve Ain't better serve the black communities. So, I think a lot of their students are non-black, and that's mm-hmm. why that question is posed like that. And listener, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong on that. I think I think a lot of those people that go to those schools are non-black. I, I was gonna say it's not just. 
I think the black family has got to grow first where they can yeah, be accepting that, of a place like an LGBTQ affirming school. Well, they got to be affirming of the damn student first because a lot of the times... The family does. The yeah, black family does. Yeah, because a lot of times they know... They know that they son or daughter is gay. Jerron is a little fish. <laughs> Not a little fish. He a whole lot of fish. But they're going to still put him in football practice. Jerron still got to go. Match him up with girls and do Shout all this. Jerron. That's like a cute name. FYI. And they're going and they're trying to do all that to make him something that he's not gonna ever be. Yes. And so that has gotta stop first before we can even put him in a self in a in a, in a affirming school because y'all not even identifying as he's gay. He's just a little soft right now, according to most black families. In the church. Mm-hmm. So what can the school do? Uh, so what the school can do is um put those non black ones out front. So make sure that your advertising None campaign. Black ones. Are you? Uh, this I mean, is real uh, weird. I mean, put, <laughs> put the non-white ones. Excuse me, non-white ones out front. Um, minority students. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, like brown, black, mm-hmm. yellow students mm-hmm. out front in advertising and marketing because the white ones are gonna come anyway. Okay. They, like they're gonna be answer. looking. They're gonna be looking for places for their. LGBTQ student uh-huh. because they know that they're LGBTQ and they want to put them in a safe environment. So getting a white audience, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Getting the non minorities, getting the non-white the audience is well, where where there is an issue. So okay. in putting them in advertising and marketing and showing their scholastic achievements, uh-huh. then you can appeal to the students that like the answer. other students who are LGBTQ but going to a regular public school and saying, "Oh, I can go over there." And I can be in a marketing or ad campaign, and I can be getting a, getting straight A's and be going with people that understand me, and I don't have to be bullied or thrown in a locker because of this. So I think that's the key. Sidebar: I'm on Instagram. This meme says, "I want to make you part of my meal plan." I have, I, and I just got. Can we put this on a shirt? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> back to the questions, though. Let me get back to Instagram where we ask people to leave us questions. Follow us on Instagram at Pod, Twitter at Pod, Facebook at Here, but I'm just getting the answers from the Instagram today. Um, and definitely send an email to hereforwardpod at gmail.com. No homo. No. Lots of homo, right? Yeah. Um, the next question says, how can we continue to stress the importance of helping local community health clinics stay free? Um, be more provocative. Sex sells. They always want to have um, quiet symposiums and you know um, lunch dates, and um, we're going down to the salad bar, and that don't appeal to the people that you're trying to get more interested. If you're um, trying to get you know grassroots movements to mm-hmm. happen, you got to get into the grassroots, and the grassroots is not. Interested in no quiet symposium, so there are plenty of porn stars out there that can push those brands because they are very visible sexually, um, and a lot of them have fan bases and followings. So partner up with them, and so even if um, I'm not gonna say any porn star specifically because Rico Pruitt, because he was on Instagram yesterday talking about some. I know that y'all love me. First of all, in Atlanta, high as a kite, where it's illegal to smoke weed. But he was like, I know y'all love me, but please stop sending me pictures of y'all penises and asses. I don't want to see it. 
Well, you putting your dick and ass in our face all the goddamn time. I shit, I want you to see what this 36 in the waist look like. You a 27 in the waist. You need to know what a 38 in the waist look like. Because you thought that you were shaking that. I got some real meat back here. I don't want to see the 38 in the waist. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm with Rico on that. <laughs> uh, I just say a 44. Don't be shade time um, followers and I listen to the 38 in the waist. Because you one step away. And you just ate a burger. So, yeah, be careful. I'm, I'm quite a few steps away. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, how can help the Clint health clinic? So even friend? with even with the Rico Pruitt, mm-hmm. even if we'll just use that scenario, um, he has sex positive sex. So that's no, lobbing on niggas to meet on video with no condom on it, and actually having raw sex. That's sex positive sex. No one knows what his status of anything is. Mm-hmm. No one knows the his partner's status of anything. But he's having sex positive sex. People are interested either negatively or positively in his actions in porn or in social media. So he can bring that attention and then all you needed was that spark. And then you have those um, sexual educators get out front and say... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be sex positive and get over here and get tested and be involved in our movement and come to the meetings and do all of this. They can, you just trap kids with a little piece of candy, just like mice. Put a little piece of cheese. I mean, the cheese is what this whole this is all about. But put a little piece of cheese in the trap, and the mice will come. I like that approach, reach because I also understand. I also agree with you that. Um, a lot of people being addicted to fat asses and juicy cocks and all of this is what Not gets them into trouble while they end up at the free clinic. But yeah. then they want the clinic to be so quiet and discreet about the treatment. I'm like, but bruh, don't act like you just didn't see this down there live and got caught up in it. So you need to get caught up in this um, testing because if you don't, you won't get caught up in the ICU. So pick your devil because you already... the. Child, you ain't picking angels out here. Yeah. And so to have someone that can be viewed as um hmm, not spreading the virus, but having mm-hmm. sex positive sex because he's not a condom only sex person. Like we have those porn stars that have only had sex with condoms on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you don't you're not liking the risk of anything. Well, I'm, the condom breaking is still a risk. Yeah, it's still and a plus, risk. Plus, you sure. can still get crabs if niggas is throwing it all the way back and you on an area where the condom ain't covering it or something like that. I'm not sure of the details, but. I'm not sure nobody getting crabs like that. <laughs> Who getting crabs like that? <laughs> I don't know, but you know, like people just end up calling me with these weird situations and asking me, do they need to go to the clinic? First of all, the answer is always yes. Cause if That's you, like somebody <laughs> getting bed bugs from sex. Like, where? Why no, didn't you? you <laughs> Why didn't, you vet this? Why didn't you vet this? Why didn't you I hope we answered your question the best um, to our. Uh, we did try to answer your question to the best of our ability. Um, the next question I reached back in my archives on RunnerMatters.com, where in 2014, the Community and Marketing Insights, which is a great company, I am a um, LGBT research person that they reach out to when they have new surveys. Um, was studying the African-American LGBT community survey, which they do every year. Um, And it says... The survey was studying a survey? No, the company is the Community Marketing and and Insights. Okay. Community Marketing and Insights is the company, and they do an African-American LGBT community survey every year. 
Um, and the stats are body weight is the number one health concern among both male and female African-American LGBTs. Um, for men, it's 71%, and for women, it's 72%. So the question asked to us was, come on, iPhone, switch with me now. Uh, da, 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 da. Discuss body image in the community. Because 71% of men and 72% of women, it's a concern for us. We're answer- they surveyed 2,000 people, and 71 of the girls like, look, girl, I'm not confident in this two-pack. I wish it was a three. I think it's more than that. Um, I think that it's a high percentage, but I really think it's even higher than that. Because mm-hmm. I think that it's really only maybe 5% out there in both the gay and lesbian community that doesn't care about body image. And doesn't factor that into dating or relationship vetting. And outside of that, everyone else does. Whether that body image looks like Odell Beckham or that body image looks like Wendy Williams. Whatever body image you may find good for you. All of our bodies are different. Yeah, all of our bodies are different. Somebody wants... Somebody that looks like an Odell Beckham. Somebody wants somebody that looks like a Wendy Williams. I was gonna say I don't want an Odell Beckham. I need them to look like Rick Ross. Somebody. So that's I a like body. Like that's that. a body image. So you would still yes. fall into that seventy-one percent. So mm-hmm. I think it's higher than that. One um, and two. It's nothing wrong with having different conceptions of what you like as in body images but i also don't want us to be beating ourselves up over what our body image is i i um understand Come that on, i statements <laughs> i feel fat i'm six one two ten and i mean do something like you're not that you thick in all the right places literally truly um and i'd be like oh okay well you know i'm always glad for the compliments but i'm always Thinking about what I look like, and I'm always, I always want to work on what I look like. I think, and no, I don't, you think don't. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. I, First of all, I caught the shade, and you said I'm wrong right on through it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being concerned about your body image. I'm no, glad that we're not all out here looking flabby and sad, and don't take wash-ups and don't wipe front to back. And I would rather us be concerned about our body image. They're not concerned. If you are concerned about your body image, then you do something about your body image and you maintain it where you like it. And it's not up to our suitors or potential dates to bless off on your body image, body type. That's good. I'm grateful for the comment. That's good. That's good. Thank you. And and everyone wants those affirmations, but the first affirmation that you get in the morning is from you, and the last affirmation that you get in the morning is from you. So oh, I wish you could run. <laughs> so you focus on you first, and then you accept the compliments and critiques because there are going to be critiques Damn. that come with your compliments. I can definitely testify. Bitches to that, that don't have your body type, they want your body type. Yeah. Instead of asking you for help, going stand across the room and judge you. Yeah, like, miss. He's not that cut up. I skip Chick Fil A twice a week. Skip it two times; it can bless you as well. First of all, you should be eating Chick Fil A no way because they give donations to anti-gay foundations. But help yourself. The next question is, <laughs> what are your thoughts on interracial dating? Mm. I feel like we settled this in the '60s, did we not? Loving versus somebody. 
the fucking people in the United States of America. Um, okay. I I mean I feel I, I, I see where this question is rooted because there's mm-hmm. still so much tabooness and mystique to dating I'm outside your baby race. That tabooness. That's her middle name. Are you gonna get a cat? <laughs> um. <laughs> So I, I get why the question is asked because there's still some, you know, the the jury's still out on some interracial dating, but mm-hmm. the jury ain't. We made this decision decades ago that is legal, that is right, that is moral. There is nothing wrong with dating outside your race if you so choose. Some people don't so choose. Some people don't so choose. I <laughs> have not. I have not partaken in the white swirl as far as dating. Mm-hmm. I have fucked a lot Whoa, of the colors. Wow, you have did what to them? Had sexual relations oh. with um, people <laughs> of all different colors. And I think that everyone else should as well. But I have not been inclined to date outside my race because mm-hmm. I just, we haven't, I haven't found that connection with someone that was uh, of other colors than me. Absolutely no shade. Like, I love Three Doors Down. And what's that song, uh, Photograph, by Nickelback? I enjoy that song. Nickelback has some great songs out here. I do. I, um, I, I believe you. They... Aerosmith, really cute. Um, especially their lead singer who's out there. I'm like, I love his individuality. Steven Tyler. Um, host on American Idol. But you know, I just really be like, uh, I don't know what else we would have in common. I, I struggle with finding things in common with... I, I find to struggle things a couple with other black men, TBH. But so it's not that it's isolated, it's just uh, men of other races outside of mine. But I definitely find fewer things in common with them. But the thing that bothers me, or the thing that came to mind when the person said, What are my thoughts on interracial dating? I remember the first time, because I always do it just because it matters to me. It's my website, my blog. It costs me hundreds of dollars to run every year. Main point. Um, The first time I posted like 24 interracial couples that will make your heart melt. (laughs) I was on like this really cute interracial Instagram couple with this couple's Instagram profile. And I was like, you know what? People need to see this. This matters to me. Love is love. Love knows no boundaries. People create them. I say that all the time. It's a mantra I have. And so when I shared that, I was like, bitch, I'm going to get so many patriots. I'm going to get so much love for this. And it was like, what the fuck is this? This is a black gay website. I want to see men that look like me on your website. I don't want to see that. What are you doing sharing that? It's enough white blogs out there. We need uh, websites for places we can find things that I'm like... But just like being pro-black is not anti-white, being pro-interracial dating, interracial couples is not anti-black. So even if you see mixed couples, it does not lessen um, black couples or black relationships or the future of them. It's just, I found me a white man and I'm happy. Or I found me a white girl and I'm happy. White woman, excuse me. Um, And I'm happy. That don't mean you can't find you a black man and y'all have black, pro-black children and black relationship and mm-hmm. black goals together. Y'all mm-hmm. can do whatever y'all want to over there, but me and mine over here, it doesn't matter that he or she is white. I'm happy with he, he or she, and we good. And we take cute pictures. 
And Ronald matters. And they make you babies. Being no things shame. that matter to me. Most sometimes. Does not mean if I share one cute interracial Instagram profile, does not mean like all of the rest of the things that matter to me as a black gay man are up for elimination. <laughs> I mean, like what? I just saw one cute little Instagram trying to share it. Um, and I think it was called intergacial. Interracial, and then they put intergacial. It was a really cute. I wonder if their profile is still up. I'm going to look and go follow them. And like some other pictures. Because I still think that love is love and it's beautiful. Um, the next question, I think we saw like two or three more left. Really serious one. It says, what are some of your biggest challenges? Um, getting out of bed with this hard dick in the morning is a challenge. Um, huh. Whew, I had to get through it sometimes. Um, thank you to some of you all out there to help. Tumblr, thank you. My Vista, thank you. I, I just Twitter has been a blessing. Like I roll over in the morning, I'm like, "Well, let me check this Twitter first. Twitter is giving me more things than my Vista nowadays. Because you know, like when you see something hot on my Vista, everybody shares it. Then it be the only thing on your newsfeed on my Vista. I'm like, "Can y'all post something else?" <laughs> like, have you seen this? I'm like, "Yes, yes five times. Yes, I already know what 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 time point." He come in. Was he a shooter or a newser? I already uh, figured it out. Thanks. No. Um, serious things. Um, we struggle with um, getting y'all to comment. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got plenty of comments in inboxes and um, forget to comment on the actual page. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. We love y'all. This time come episode 20, is this should not be a struggle. <laughs> if it's a struggle still... I'm going to start fighting you hoes. Um, struggles for me. Being humble is definitely... Be humble. Uh, I had talked to Facebook status yesterday. I was there. I was like, I love seeing these bloggers um, attach a sexy image of a half-naked man and write a real provocative headline and getting y'all page views. I wonder where that came from. And I was like, mm, before I post this, <laughs> let me think about the backlash because I don't want to offend, offend the Muslims. I don't want to offend the Jews. I don't want to offend the new blogger girls because I love my blogger sisters and brothers, which I've said thousands of times in previous episodes. Um, but, I don't love all of them. You know, just when I first came out, people was like, mm, this the sex blog. This the... Um, the it, it was just the sex blog. There were no other adjectives. But people always also act like I don't post about... Um, relationships and love and I do my best to be a place where people can find research stats because even as I sit on here every week I always refer to research LGBT research by Pornhub LGBT research like I just said the LGBT um, African American marketing study I'm always talking about research that other people who look like me and are looking for information on people like me can find and it's accessible it does exist so and i do have to share a little sex every now and then to get but it is also attention so people know i exist but my mainstay is definitely research yeah but it's also uh the responsibility of the community to um, support support and share those same types of things because uh they will be extremely quick to uh, 24 morning me jumping up and down To say that there is no representation And then overlook the actual representation that is there um, Just like a couple months ago When um, Charlemagne was talking about There was no representation of um, Black women doing what Tommy Lahren did 
when there's like 30 or 40 platforms of black women doing and exactly. And Chris will sit next to him every Doing week. exactly the positive <laughs> version of what Tommy Lahren did. Uh, that is, that's the culture that we need to eliminate because um, it's too many of us out here that have platforms that have something positive and good to say and that aren't being promoted um, by other people with platforms. And so that's something that you will, will definitely see on this show is... Um, us promoting people of color and people of homosexual um, classification. Yeah, <laughs> you made that uh. <laughs> on this show uh, is not gonna just simply just be color. It will be gay. It will I felt this episode is really serious. It's not. I don't know. We could. My complaint was of- about getting out of bed with my dick hard in the morning. But we also were talking about the LGBT youth and getting black families involved in their children's child of affirming child care and um, keeping health clinics free. Oh, this just feels so serious. It's different. I like it. Go to affirming churches as well. Amen. My coworker was asking. I brought up Easter because I was talking about how I was going to be a brunch at Skip and Service, and then she told mm, me to look up what kind of church. It was. A, I was like, what brand of church? Because church is a business. Um, not Pentecostal. Did she say Pentecostal? She said, "Look up." I can't even think right now. A non-denominational? No, she didn't say non-denominational. non-denominational. I don't even. It went in this ear and went out that ear because I was busy thinking about brunch. I'm thinking about omelets and um, sausage links. No pause. So um, whatever. The last question, which really isn't a question, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it says, "Discuss these stunt queens." Which one? Shit, it's uh, yourself. You got a stunt. You trying to pull? Everybody got a goddamn stunt. Everybody from the poorest man in this country to the goddamn president of the United States has a stunt. Beyonce does not have a stunt. Beyonce has a stunt. Nor does the Blue Ivy. She's Beyonce's current stunt is staying on Billboard regardless of whether I'm nine months pregnant with triplets. I'm still relevant. I don't have to be out here dancing. I don't have to out here be out here making real new music. But I'm still relevant. I'm still on top of these charts. Out here dancing and making new music. And that's the point Is they they not pregnant They in the position to be And they not And I'm pregnant On my back right now And I'm still more relevant Than you Shut So out. everybody has an agenda And everyone has A point Well discussing stunt queens um, My friend a Who is well. a stunt queen um, Definitely oh, recommend That I tell everyone Who has a Bank of America um, Bank account To close it Because they are The easiest bank To write checks to write some, um, buy something illegally off Amazon on your account. They can do all of the things with the Bank of America account. And because I think the scrutiny that's assumed of Bank of America, they are so easy to like, oh, we're not going to investigate this claim. Just sure, write it off. And then you just, one, you don't even know about it. You just went off your account. And so they can go rake up $300. He told me that he went about like $300 worth of plates from Sears on somebody's account. And walked out of the store with the plates, wrote a bad check. Oh, he said, so I was asking him, how did he get from Memphis to Houston, Texas for the person who had the check writing machine? You write a bad check for a car rental. And then. Who accepts a check for a car rental? You just do a stunt, special circumstances, and you just be a damsel in distress, then they'll end up taking your personal check. I have. Okay. So. This um, is why I'm not a stunt queen, I guess, because I was like, no. 
They I have to type um, hoes on one except just a regular debit card without taking six hundred dollars off the bitch first. Yeah, and they want to run your credit and make sure you over twenty five and you got a driver's license. You done had it for three years or something. But let you drive out of this bitch with a piece of paper you gave me on a, <laughs> a promise and a dream. And then so then you buy gas. I think they use. There's multiple stunts involved. So and then they write a check to get cash, and then they use it to buy gas. And then the person that you go buy the checks from in Houston, Texas, that person accepts a check for you to, for a bad check for them to give you checks because they want their money. And then they want a real check. They want they knowing you they, a stunt queen. They gonna give me a check. And I was asking him about so like how does this work. And so, but main point, he just told me, we talked like 30 minutes about the chick writing, the stunning, and going in the store, the girl in the Victoria's Secret who stole the $600 worth of panties off the front table. That happened to me when I was 19, 20 years old, and I worked at American Eagle. Somebody stole your panties? We we were having a, every spring we have a panty sale. I think we had just announced the American Eagle line of underwear for women. It was like a 2006. Six two thousand seven ish. What like, woman wants to get their draws from American Eagle? It, it it had just launched, so nobody did because it had just launched. I bet um, that was the last time they did that shit. <laughs> no, um, I forgot the name of the brand, but uh, the American Eagle launched. They still sell women. underwear to women. Yeah, there's a woman out there that wants to put her pussy. It was a in whole American store Eagle. in the Good Mall in Memphis. They have a whole different store. Was, like the American Eagle was downstairs in the Good Mall, and then the lingerie store for women was upstairs. On a whole another floor, on a, another side, it was it's a it's own separate. That's how far removed I am from women because I would think if I was a woman, no, I'm not putting my pussy in that. Now a man, that's different. You know, niggas yeah, niggas wear like, fucking these ten dollars, sure, fruit of the loom. They don't I'm not going to target. You just this. hope that they at least clean for a man. But a woman buying her panties there, okay. Stunt queens, continue. Anyway, so yeah, just that my stunt queen friend just recommended. He said anybody I ever come across. Always tell that person to close their Bank of America account because it's the easiest to write a bad check from. They they are the easiest to like steal the back of their little swipe thing off the back of your card. They're the easiest to when you put them in the machine that you think is at the gas stations and you think that it's a regular machine that you're buying gas and they can actually read the information on your card. Mm. Bank of America is the easiest hands down to do any kind of stuff that you would want to. But if there's a Bank of America representative out there that would like to sponsor here for a pod, we are definitely open. And help us defy the myths. Because, I mean, that's just what one person told me who has created a living off of this. And I was like, I'm moving to D.C. He's like, oh, let me get you something for your housewarming. I'm cool. (laughs) I'm not having one. Well, tell him, um, I want some plates. Shit. TVs, things, dining room table sets. I'm not above it. Curios for to put the damn china in after you buy it. I'll just look at it every day in my life and say, "This is reparations. <laughs> this is for Ebony. This is reparations." Um, we're going to do a last call, even though this we love y'all, but shit, this is still about me. So outstanding. Was there a song about a gap band? Outstanding. Damn. Girl, you light me up. Yeah. You knew Girl, who song you that was. I need to update myself on my playlist still. Yeah. Oh, take my shot. Um, my last call is to all the brave men, women, and trans folk that are out protesting today. I stand with you all in solidarity. They are protesting um, tax day against Donald Trump. 
Uh, Donald Trump has been running for president for two years and now been president almost 100 days. And we have not seen his fucking tax returns yet. Mm. We saw the one that he wanted us to see. Mm. But we have not seen his goddamn tax returns yet. And until then, we don't even know if he's a real fucking billionaire. So my last call is to the brave men and women that are out in the streets marching right now against the regime that is the 45th president. The regime? Oh, okay. That is the 45th president of the United States. Uh, my last call is to you. My last call this week is to everyone who comes up to us in public and tell us that I've heard the episode where y'all talked about this and child. Y'all are just, y'all have really great chemistry together. Why y'all ain't fucked? Y'all been fucked? Y'all fucked before. This the after they like I heard the podcast I love the podcast y'all have really great current chemistry it's like so y'all in a relationship y'all fuck before this is a shout out to the people that are brave enough to ask that because I just think that it's so weird because it's just weird because like you're like my brother my friend my what is my brother from another mother and things like that them I was just trying to find tea and get some goddamn business <laughs> how Come big on. is it okay girl you can ask it's like eight is it like eight. If they're cute, they can find out. Oh, I don't know. I just be like, girl, I think it's like eight. Sure, but shout out to all the people who are brave, the men and women out there. <laughs> LOL. Because the damn sure is not the police in San Bernardino, and the damn sure is not the police in uh, Atlanta. I think that's where the, that other incident was, where uh, the dude was jaywalking and the police choke slammed him oh yeah that was recent yeah that was in atlanta and then the san bernardino one was where the the gentleman was getting out of the police car with his hands up and was elbowed in the face then handcuffed and then another police officer ran from behind ran from the police cruiser and stomped him in his head in the street this is this week yeah in the last 72 hours san bernardino california so um not those men and women um shout out to the other men and women in in police uniform that are not doing that kind of shit, but it's up to y'all to stop that kind of shit because it ain't gonna be citizens. Okay, so we're supposed to end on a lighthearted note. <laughs> what? I don't even know how to bring it back to light. Woo. I'm sorry, my um my Uhuru came through on that one. <laughs> uh, shout out to Shea Kool Aid. Um, my pick to win RuPaul's Drag Race season nine, and I still pick Valentina. Shout out to Evelyn returning on Basketball Wives this week on Monday. Apparently, she ain't got that much goddamn money where she ain't coming back to TV. She was like, uh, no, she said, I told you she admitted on um, Hollywood Live today or something. She was like, bored. Um, all of my fans didn't have their own channel, so I'm coming back to VH1 because I know all the bitches got their channel and I need to be on TV. I need to be. Singing. What kind of insurance do you get there? Because you know you liable to get into a fight. You know, a bitch that's less rich than you might punch you in the face. Do you get some real good insurance? I don't know. She married to a baseball player. So, oh, and that's what Tammy, that's what they discussed throughout the whole season is Tammy brought up that, like, you'd have been through three leagues, girl, and you still ain't satisfied with it's not these players, it's you. Mm. So, Tammy Uh, called it out. I fucking nigga in the NBA and the NHL. And the MLB. Shit, I don't give a Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, um, Rashida's. They keep saying uh, 14. We or are going to address that on next week's episode. Oh. So thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week where we, we, we will be talking about that shit. Okay, because, okay. Woo. But holla. Bye.